Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live from Theo <laughs> Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. Yeah, and uh, I am Angel. And we're doing it from Live365.com, which is the largest internet radio network in the world with a pretty cool name, wouldn't you say? Live 365, live 365 days a year. Yes, and you can find our radio station there, 365 days and 24-7. Uh, just look for Twin Talk Cast Radio and tune in, eh? Because, you know, because we have our own station. <laughs> and we want you to tune in. Yeah, because, you know, we're, we're, we're just, we're here every Tuesday, but the radio station's there. For those of you who have listened to us for the first time, we're, we are identical twins. We share the same DNA, and that's about it. And every week on Tuesday night, because Tuesday is Twins Day, we talk about what's going on, and we have some guests and a lot of fun here. Talk about guests tonight on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, the spectacular, the lovely, the very vocal and active, as an activist, singer, songwriter, lyricist, and activist from Rooftop Revolutionaries, Eleanor Goldfield Swede's going to be with us tonight. Ah, she's a hottie too. Did yeah. I say that? Did I add that part? Hey, am I all well-rounded, eh? Because she she's intellectual and she's a rocker at the same time, and an activist, eh? and she's hot. You know, uh, yeah, okay, and she's pretty hot. Also tonight, <laughs> as we do every Tuesday night. On a segment we well call rounded. The News and Dirty Laundry, uh, straight out of Telemundo and NBC, with the latest on the greatest and the foulest, even whatever's in the news. Jackie Casa is going to be with us tonight with more News and Dirty Laundry. What do you got lined up for us, Jackie? Hey, guys. Tonight on News and Dirty Laundry, we knew it was coming. The first Ebola virus patient in the U.S. has just been confirmed today. I'll give you the details on who and where. Ugh. Also, a lot of drama amongst some Southern California neighbors over a Mexican flag. I'll let you know Orale. why me uh, tierra querida caused so much drama. And finally, Netflix is offering one of the what they call the greatest job ever. I'll let you know what job that is and uh, if you can apply. And All that and more coming up on News and Dirty Laundry. And I got to say, Jackie's voice. I love hearing her voice. Uh, Thank you. It sounds like a voice from like a heavenly voice. It's somewhere else. It, it's not like our voice. It's from. It's it's the uh, the 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 voice of the twin pyre. You know, it's funny because when I think heavenly yeah. thoughts, thoughts, I think you know. Well, Jackie what better does. heaven than Jackie's voice? Yeah. No, really, like she, her voice comes <laughs> in, and it doesn't sound like it's coming out of the garage. It sounds like it's somewhere from from, some, from above. Hey, remember the gift she brought? Uh, she Jackie brought gifts last week. Did you take a look at those gifts? Yeah, aren't they? This, when she comes back, we'll talk to her about them. Man, those were pretty, really nice. nice gifts. From where did she go? Some uh, middle. She East? is here. Her voice wasn't just here. She's here. 
Don't well, I don't want to. <laughs> okay, she's here. Okay, we know she's. In well, the you're a boss, eh? So if we say it, we can, okay. Skipper. You know? <laughs> they're from Thailand, actually. Okay, and they're very nice. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> no, you know the cup it says on your bottle opener, Thailand. I'll just so you know. <laughs> no, there you go. Uh, no, I saw the functionality right of the way. But you know the cup is pretty dope. I'll, I'll post a picture of it in a minute when I'm done. Uh, Explaining it, but it looks like a cup that was carved out of something. It was. It was carved out of a bamboo tree by this woman in the middle of the jungle. Uh, this was in uh, northern Thailand, uh, within the area of the Golden Triangle. And uh, we went to where the what they call the hill tribe people live, uh-huh. and it's all these different tribes that live together in uh-huh. the middle of the jungle. Uh-huh. And just so you guys know, you that mug, that little mug, I sweat and worked. And huffed and puffed just to for get there. For you to get there, oh, so just so you know, I was. It was so. It's really hot in yeah. Thailand, uh-huh. and it's really humid. humid. And right now, it's monsoon season, so it rains like uh-huh. crazy. It had just flooded there the week before we were there, and uh-huh. uh, so it was a lot of humidity. Uh, but it was a yeah. lot of fun. But it was a lot of work to get to that middle of the jungle place. Did you go there so. with Sandro? No, I didn't. He didn't get to go. Uh, I went with friends. Hey, let me tell you. Because he's on the no-fly list. Did you know that? You (laughs) (laughs) you know mustache. You know, so you are in the jungle. And you know what? This cup is pretty awesome because it really literally is like... It, it is. It's authentic. It's genuinely of, of like, a bamboo, like a bamboo. Cylinder. She literally lives. There's there's bamboo trees right in front of her. She lives. It's not even like a home that she lives. It's a it's, hut. It's like a hut. Exactly. I could see. I could see Jackie go there and in her best tie say, uh, two uh, twins uh, cups, please." <laughs> and watch the lady go out there with a machete, and she says, uh, two. And, she, and Jackie says, "Yes, two, two. And so she goes out there and whacks it and makes it and fashions two cups for us on the spot. Exactly. And that's all she makes. So what she I have, only makes cups. So I have to say for, to her and to you, "Concoop crab." Oh, what does that mean? It's thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, Thai. I thought yeah. you said Kung Fu and Cup. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I had to get your, you know, I always get you guys wherever I go. I get Jose a bookmark. Yes, thank you. That's and awesome. And I get Angel a bottle opener. <laughs> uh, that's and really cool. I totally put it to good use, too. Every single bar- bottle opener you gave, you've given me, uh, I've put it to good use. You, and, you, and you continue to give me a reason to stay off ebooks because I'm a lover of actual paper books. And so, you know, every time I get a new bookmark, <laughs> another reason not to buy another ebook. Just go and, go, go and buy the next paper book. And I got a library full of books because I buy books like candy. Is that what do. it is? I thought it was a tongue depressor, eh? Because <laughs> <laughs> your tongue needs to depress a little more. Bro. Hey, don't make me laugh because I'm <laughs> under the weather in my throat. And, and it my, could be. Well, the, the gifts came from a lot of work and a lot of love, guys. Thank you. I wanted to let our listeners know that you can give us a call throughout the show at 626-275-626-275-8946. Also, you can chat us up on our Facebook wall. Uh, go to our Facebook wall at Twin Talk Show and also on Twitter and Instagram. What are you trying to say, bro? Uh, well, when you're done, because eh, you know, we need to tell our listeners uh, that we have pretty awesome uh, podcasts at our website, Tambien. And last week, we had uh, a couple of guests on there. We had the, uh, the brand-new hip-hop uh, duo 
uh, uh, Dana Rocks and Ill Will. They actually debuted their CD here. An L.A. duo, they're pretty good, eh? And also, they're, they're really good. Also, in honor of uh, prepare, National Preparedness, Preparedness Month, uh, from the American Preppers Network, <laughs> the CEO and co-founder of the network, um, Tom Martin, was with us. Was with us to let people know how to really prepare, how to get started on prepping, and, and a few tips on that. Because guess what, Armageddon is on the way. The zombie apocalypse is upon uh-huh. us. Jackie's already got the news on that. Stay tuned for that one. Right so on. there you go, dude. We had a lot of call-ins, también, eh? Yes, we did. So there just was- go to Twin Talk Cast. Dot com and look at our latest podcast, or you can also look at our previous podcasts because that one's our latest podcast. Because that's we haven't recorded one since like we're recording one right now, eh? Like so, everyone here that's this, uh, every single one of you that are listening right now, you are part of our podcasts. And if you call or chat us up on Facebook, you will become even more part of the podcast. I want to let you guys know that uh, <laughs> after our show tonight, stay tuned for Tales from the Sunset Strip. With Willie Bass. He's on at 9.05 p.m. Pacific time. He's going to have one of the members from Body Count on the show. Yes. Tales from the Sunset Strip. Body Count. What is that? Is that a group? Yeah, dude. Come on. Dude, Willie's back. Willie's back. Uh, he has really good shows, eh? Because, you, you know, I listen to him on the ride home, eh? I put it on my app, our Live 365 app that you can listen to on your Android phone. So if you guys wanted to listen to us live... There you go. On your phone. There you have it. <laughs> there you have it. All this awkwardness. <laughs> I'm having problems with the computer, bro. That's okay, man. Anyways, it's time for shout-outs because that's what it is. It's time for the shout-outs. My brother and I give you shout-outs every week because we love you. Sometimes even Jackie throws some in there. Anyways, your shout-outs are brought to you by Aladdin's Jr. Mediterranean Cuisine and Concert Venue. Give you a little more information about that later. But first, I'm going to start with Laura Cardona. Hey, what's up, homegirl? Also, a shout-out to Dana Rocks and Ill Will. Thanks for uh, being in here last week. I know you guys are listening, eh? Because you know what? When you guys listen once, you always come back, eh? We're like Frito-Lays. You just can't have one. I know. That's why there's two of us. (laughs) Shoo! Also, a shout-out to Chris Renteria. Shoo! Feliciano Leon. Hey, Hans, we can do a drive-by show at your place, eh? I know you want us... Well, can you please, por favor, eh? Also, a shout out to Dennis, uh, no, Danny Excess, eh? He liked it us uh, today. Yeah, that's the uh, drummer from Love in a 38. They've been teasing us for I don't know how long. When's that album dropping, eh? Uh, let us know. Also, I want to give a shout out to the Indian woman. I, I can't pronounce your name, baby, but uh, you're the Indian woman we met this weekend uh, that sold an Indian dress to my wife. You were very, very nice. Thank you very much. But yeah. you, let me tell you, you bring trouble to my people. Uh, and, and, you know, it smelled like Nag Champa in there, eh? I loved it. I just hung out there for a minute. I don't have shout-outs because I have a sore throat, bro. <laughs> a shout-out to Jose's uh, germs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways, your shout-outs are brought to you by Aladdin's Jr. Mediterranean Cuisine and Concert Venue. Uh, they got uh, Mediterranean cuisine. They got a good selection of beer. And on the weekends, they have, they have bands that come in. They're in uh, downtown Pomona, California, and on 2nd Street. Uh, that's an arts colony. It's pretty dope down there. Uh, go down there. Look them up. Uh, Aladdin's Jr. II in Pomona. 
Tell them the twins sent you, eh? All right, we'll be right back with the news and dirty laundry. is your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live from Theo Lucy's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And on Live365.com. Just look for Twin Talk Cast Radio. 626-275-8946 is the number. Give us a call at 626-275-TWIN. And you can chat us up throughout the show with whatever is on your mind. If you want to just give us love, hate, I don't know, just give us. Or send money también, eh? Man, <laughs> we should set up like a call-in center. It's a, the Twins Telethon. Anyway, so I've been sick. I've been a little under the weather, and um, I'm sorry to say. And um, and so I spent much of my time the last the last uh, week um, on the couch. Hey, uh, so um, how do you spell Thailand? T H A I L A N D. Okay, there. I uh, I found the picture of the cup and the uh, the cup uh, made out of bamboo from Thailand. You where Jackie it? had a huff and puff in the middle of nowhere in the hot and humid with a little old lady that lived in the hut. Jackie, I know she just went over. She didn't just go for a cup all the way over there. She probably wanted to do some kind of tea where you put a root in something else. Uh, get yeah, out of here. It was a getaway. Whatever. I would do that, eh, you know? I would. Whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. No, nah, dude, I'm just speculating. Eh? Don't, don't, don't go and quote me. That was a speculation. Eh? You liked that? Oh, that was three syllables. Eh? I know some big words también, eh? What speculate? Speculating, eh? That's like all the uh, um, the uh, politicians and and the uh, um, the bankers and all the people that want to make you feel like they that they're there for you and they take your money. So like, I went bowling. Speculating. So I went eh? bowling this week, and um, I got to tell you, bowling is fun. I think I've done it maybe five times in my whole life, and uh, I nah, t- uh, yeah, 
You're kidding me. You used to have a ball in a bag. You even had like the the powder and the yeah, towel. Yeah, I did. And you only did it. For, you remind me of the guy from the 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 the, the John Turturro on the Big Lebowski. Eh? You had the same clothes he told. I had I had <laughs> I had the shoes. I had uh, a ball with the holes uh, sized. And you for only my went fingers. five times. Well, somebody and and the bag. Well, someone gave it to me as a gift. So um, you know, I took it. And it was kind of nice to have those times that I went because when I show up, people were like, oh, dude, this guy's a ringer. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> and I really didn't. But I took my son bowling, Christian. It was so cute because he's out there. You know, every time his... his you turn, took Christian bowling? Every time, yeah, every time the... He's four years old. And every time his turn would come <laughs> up, you set it up so that... The, I just saw him with the scooter. So the bumpers come up, you know? Uh-huh. And um, and it's cute because he'd come up and he'd roll... He rolled like a, like a 73... You know what I'm saying? Oh, really? For a kid? Because yeah. 100 is a good number, right? Yeah. Wow. He wrote like a 73. It was pretty pretty cool. With bumpers, though. Yeah, but still. But still, it's pretty good, huh? It's pretty good to knock down that many. He could barely lift the ball. Nice. You know, you know they came up with a within, uh, you know how they have the uh, the uh, uh, internet uh, poker? Is that what they call it? Internet poker? I guess, yeah. You know, it's really popular. Online, you know, people yeah. actually wager. Is it called? Oh, no, betting. Waging is like something else. I don't know, but it's really big. They the came, same thing. They they they're coming up with a with a Spanish version of uh, bowling on on the web. Spanish? What's that? It's called Ebola. Oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Why Spanish? Ebola? Because bolas, eh? Bolas. Uh, you know, Ebolas. Yeah. Keep your bump. Keep your bump. You know when you have to Internet make. Version. You know when you have to do your own snare drum. You, you know you're bad. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, you know that you got to keep your day job. Hey, so. you know, something really like uh, rare happened this weekend that hasn't happened in a long time. And I should have bet on something because it was my weekend. My, You know what happened? Why don't you ask? What happened? Uh, uh, knock, knock. Nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, dude. No, my, it, it, it just so happened that on Sunday morning, all three of my adults, which are actually my kids, but they're not kids anymore. They're adults. So right. I'm not going to call them kids because I want them to know that they're adults. Just say your offspring. My There you go. My offspring, my adult offsprings, they were all at my house in the morning, all of them at the same time. Okay. They, not, they didn't necessarily want anything. They just wanted to go breakfast with, with their dad. Eh? Wow. And, you know, I see my, my uh, offspring, my adults, semi-regularly, but never at the same time. So this was like, you know. A big deal. It was, yeah, it was a big deal. You know, like when that wave is just kind of crashing, but all of a sudden it's not. So you cra- You have to make an adjustment and then you're you're riding that wave. I don't know. That. You don't know because I'm not a surfer. So. <laughs> I know, but. But, yeah. you know, it was awesome, man. I just wanted to say well, it. Well, that's good. I'm glad. Happy I'm for you. I'm happy, eh? Happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> happy for you. You know, when that happens with me, I get happy too. Except about, about a month ago I had. My four children and my grandchild in my house. Hey, just so you guys will know, I posted the picture. Did I say it already? Yes. You okay, did. I did. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there it is. That guttural beat. The one that grabs you from the loins and says, It's time to listen. Ah. That's the song that... Jackie makes his face as the man. It's the segue. <laughs> it is the passageway. It is your in to the news and dirty laundry with... The girl with the pink headphones, the girl, internet, and multimedia journalist from Telemundo and NBC, 
Jackie Casas with the news and Dirty Laundry. Hey, Jackie. Uh, Hi, guys. Hey. She has her background music and applause every time. Oh, <laughs> thanks, guys. Thank you. No, for, thank you. That was a really nice, yes. thoughtful gift that yes. you did, that you had to huff and puff in the middle of nowhere in the humid, hot, and in some hut. It was... So ridiculously hot, but it was amazing. Yeah. It was one of the. I, I never in my life thought I would actually be able to experience something like that. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that something that I remember reading in a in on a National Geographic article that I happened to come across in college happened to be the tribes that I got to see oh. and, and meet and during that. So really, jungle. what made oh, you? Wow. What, what was that? Your inspiration that you, in college you read it and said, "I'm going to go over there." No, it wasn't even like I'm going to go over there. I was kind of like, oh, wow, that's amazing. Like it was it's just so far out there because they are so they're literally in the most northern region of the country Uh that they're they're extremely out there that a lot of even local Thai people never get to see these these people because they're just so out there. Are they cannibals? Do they eat? No, they're not cannibals, (laughs) but it's uh, it's these different tribes. It's the, the long neck. Uh, the Long Neck Tribe, which is the most uh, uh, well-known because of their their elevated necks with the brass rings. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. You got to see those. Yes, really? I got to see those. Yeah. I got to see the Aka Tribe. Um, it, was, it, was a, it was... And they were so nice. The Miang as well. Wow. Got to see them. So it was... I see what you mean by uh, somebody you saw on National Geographic. So they must have been topless, right? Because they always show topless women. <laughs> no, of course, she's going to go there. I used to, I used to read it when no, I was a teenager all the time. they weren't topless. They weren't topless. It was, uh, they had clothing. <laughs> you mean you climbed and huffed and puffed and they weren't topless? And they weren't even topless? Uh, you, I, I want my money back. I know, right? I was like, what the hell? <laughs> show me your boobies. No, 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 no. It was it was great. It was, it was so, it was work, but it was so worth it. And it was so much fun. She went up there and she cool. says, Either give me a bamboo cup or show me your tits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, and that that lady was so she was very she was nice, but she was just so like she didn't understand English. I don't even think she spoke Thai. I think it was like a totally different language that maybe she understood that it was mostly like signals. Mm-hmm. And thanks to her, we didn't get lost in the jungle. Yay! So this is how we found the, the bamboo cup lady. Somehow, what's it called? The bamboo cup. Oh, I thought yes. you said some, some obscure uh, Thailand uh, language name, but, but the no. bamboo cup lady. <laughs> so I, what's going on in the news I and dirty laundry? It. All right, guys. So let's get started. Of course, like I said in our in my tease earlier, we knew this was coming. The first case of the deadly Ebola virus diagnosed on U.S. soil has been confirmed in Dallas, Texas. Officials at, this is all confirmed by the uh, Center of Disease and Control. Officials at the Texas Health Presbyterian Hospital say the unidentified patient is being kept in isolation. The man is thought to have contracted the virus in Liberia before traveling to the U.S. nearly two weeks ago. Of course, as we know, the Ebola virus has been uh, making the rounds in the news headlines in our airports because more than 3,000 people have already died due to the Ebola virus in West Africa and a small number of U.S. aid workers have recovered after being flown to the U.S. after being diagnosed. According to the CDC, the unnamed patient left Liberia on the 19th of September and arrived in the United States the next day to visit some relatives without displaying any symptoms of the actual virus. Hey, so I do I need to go get my bolas checked, eh? Uh. 
How do you make, because, you know, I'm starting to get scared, eh? Apparently, this patient didn't show any actual symptoms about five days after coming back. And on September 28th, he was admitted to the Texas hospital where he was put in isolation. What if they're blue, eh? How do you know your symptoms? That's concerning if your balls are blue. (laughs) You know, um, (laughs) I would be concerned. You know what, dude? This is all about variety, eh? Because I guess they don't have enough vaccines out there. They need to throw another one in the mix. Here's the deal. I I think it's kind of weird because the Ebola virus, I remember hearing about it in Africa 20 years ago. And then suddenly, within a matter of two months, we have three cases in the U.S., one of them being actually diagnosed within the U.S. I don't know. What's going on? That's fishy, dude. All at once. I don't know. I think... I really, I think there's something suspicious there. You know, it has a lot to do yeah. with fear, dude. Fear. It, yeah. Scare us, scare us. Like I said, they want to throw another vaccine in the mix, eh? It's about money. Oh, do you think maybe that's what it is? Because, you know, right now, one of the controversial things is that there's been so many viruses that have come up and sprung up here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And that they're saying that it possibly could be because of all of these kids that don't get vaccinated anymore. Because there's these uh, stories that it could lead to autism. It no, leaves you worse yeah, than others. It's, so it's, health experts are saying that because of the low numbers of uh, vaccinations vac- with uh, kids. How about the kids that are coming here illegally and they're busting them in by 50,000 in the three months from Mexico and Central America? None I'm of them, sure the 60,000 kids oh, really? made a big difference in the millions and millions and millions of kids we have here already who I'm are being sure vaccinated who are being vaccinated let me tell you i know if in a, i'm guessing if one of these ebola uh, came from central america dude and it came in the monster train and it was let in through the border patrol via the obama administration there oh, it is would it, that's my conspiracy would it, would it uh, uh, uh all the conservatives want to be able to say that all of those I kids know. that came in through Texas or Arizona or wherever they came in through, they were screens. They were medical screens and that's, couldn't come through that's if they I, had any signs no, of tuberculosis. They no, I'm sorry. That's, I, that's mistaken. I saw the buses where they bust them in. And After the people, their medical screenings. And, and the driver and the personnel had masks on. Why I'm would they have sure. masks on? I'm sure because Why? of fear. Because I'm sure because of fear. Because they, they were, were not. They, they didn't. Where did they screen them? Hey. Let me ask you this. Where did they screen them? Hey. Where? At but, their, the detention centers where they were staying at before they got bust out. On American out, leg. I mean, American land. Out. On American land. Okay, so. On American land. Hey, so what on you, American land. Once in American land, that's it. Hey, dude. I've been to the border. Let me tell you, the land from America, it's like two feet away is Mexican <laughs> land. And they all got yeah, somebody, So if it happened but, in the Mexican but, land or they came over a couple feet over from but the remember border the patrol. Technicality. But let me tell you, but remember Jose, the technicality. it didn't happen. It, it, but, it came from Africa, eh? But the technicality is this, uh, 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 babe, that they did not get deported. Remember, that's the whole thing. They did not get they deported. They did not get deported, but so they couldn't they? be sent out back to wherever. Where did they send them? Because they were bused to wherever they the region yeah, could be for their parents They did not keep them in those detention programs. Because there's not they enough room. Where did they go? They, those detention places are too small. We okay. have no confirmation there was actually a no, high number of kids that I had saw any them. sort of diseases. I, oh, I don't Anything, know. We don't even have that number. We don't even know. We're speculating. Of course we don't. We're excuse me, Jackie. Jose, excuse me, Jackie. Jose saw it with his own prejudiced eyes. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Are you, are you calling me prejudiced yes. on the air? I'm calling uh, you prejudiced. Are you saying I'm prejudiced? Yeah, that I'm against? You're prejudiced. I'm prejudiced? Because you, you're, you're saying that, they're, that, they're, uh, that they were sick. And you're saying, but, oh, these guys were wearing masks. Oh, Ebola came from the, over the border. 
That is that okay. is uh, that, that was, was, pre- was tongue in cheek. I know, I know, it was tongue in cheek. That was tongue in cheek. But you know, uh, in all contexts, put it together, that's a prejudice, uh, a prejudiced uh, perception, expression of your of a prejudiced per- per- perspective. So, so yes, I'm prejudiced. I'm, My twin brother's saying no, I'm prejudiced. No, I'm saying that that was a prejudiced uh, a perspective. Okay. Because the bottom line, we're talking evil eye, and now you're blaming it no, on the immigrant kids that came prejudice over. Prejudice means that I that I that I have something against those kids, which I don't. And no. I remember saying, I, "Let it's me finish." A prejudice. My point. My conclusion. Turn, my it's a turn, prejudice conclusion. Uh, my, it's still saying that I have something prejudiced, something against those kids, and I said it even back then. Yeah, evil eye. I have nothing against those kids. Evil eye. I have nothing. Be quiet. <laughs> I have nothing against those kids. I, I said it back during that controversy when they were busing those kids in. I have nothing against them. As a matter of fact, I'm angry at the parents for sending them across. I'm angry at the government to for basically inviting them across and having those kids leave their countries and uh, you know sometimes spend weeks and months. A lot of them dying on the way to get here. And um, a lot of them never not going to see their families anymore. So I have nothing against the kids, but I do have a problem with the system that brought them over. That's what I'm talking about. So I'm not prejudiced against the kids. I'm prejudiced against the system. If that's the case, if that's the issue, don't don't confuse the issue here. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is uh, <laughs> exactly. This is considered this is Ebola per- from Africa. Ebola, <laughs> Ebola, not Ebola. Ebola. Yeah, Ebola, not bolas. Uh, so this Ebola virus uh, outbreak has been considered the most uh, world's most deadly outbreak of the virus. And the wait of any virus or, or what, uh, what? 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 Worst deadly outbreak of a virus. Oh, ever? Yeah, yeah. It's like a fifty percent. You're dead. The boss. It's the boss. Uh. Born in the USA. I don't have Ebola because I'm from USA. <laughs> I am born in the USA. I flag my flags in the USA. Well, let's move on to our next story. Speaking about flags, a Southern California political candidate lost her day job after a video she posted online of her berating a stranger for having a Mexican flag in her front yard. Last month, Fontana City Council candidate Tressie Caps was, dri- was driving by the Banuelos family home in Ontario when she pulled over to complain about something she considered, quote, Disrespectful. Ah, they got her on camera. That's what she gets. Well, no, 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 no. They no. didn't get her on camera. She recorded it herself oh. and posted it on YouTube, where it went viral. We actually have. Oh. Uh, we can go ahead and take a listen to that video that she posted I herself. Seen it yet. This is from a Fox story. Well, I thought I had it. Hold on. Why? Because if it, if the if front yard, Stephanie Stanton's live in Ontario. Fox Eleven. Okay, Stephanie Stanton. She's With been more. on our Stephanie. show. Well, Jeff, Tressie Caps is speaking out tonight about that controversial YouTube video. The Tea Party candidate for Fontana City Council says this is nothing more than a political attack by her opponents, by those who disagree with her views on immigration. So I just can't believe that a flag video has made people so angry. 
Tressie Cap says her life has been a nightmare the past three days. The Fontana City Council candidate says she was fired from her job and is now receiving death threats. My family is being threatened. I'm getting death threats. Um, uh, we might have to move or go. I don't know. Well, he, I mean, I'm, I'm really scared. She should this have, is the video that Caps herself posted on YouTube last month, confronting Maria Banuelos at her Ontario home about flying the Mexican flag in her front yard. Your flag in the front yard, is that a Mexican flag? Okay, you know we live in America, right? This is the United States. So why are you flying a Mexican flag in your front yard? At one point in the video, Caps ah, can be heard man. saying this. Maybe you can move to Mexico if you <laughs> want to fly your Mexican flag. Uh, that, that lady's hating, no wonder. Well, you know, I don't think she should be death threat or nothing like that, but that is so, you know, if you're running for city council in Fontana, you're not going to diss like that. It's it's indeed the United States where you have the right to do that. Uh, you know, in this case, I agree with you on that. We do have... You know, First Amendment rights and speech and and all that protected. So, uh, indubitably, indubitably, one should be able to fly the flags that they want. But I really appreciate and I actually agree with her sentiment. Um, I spoke to Tressie Caps today. I actually gave her a call. She's going to be on our radio show, hopefully. And uh, this woman, uh, I listen, can't wait. Eh? I, I feel really <laughs> look. I saw her, Jackie's giving you hard look. I saw her story <laughs> on all the stations. First of all, I got to tell you, all the media by default have have sided with this poor immigrant family who can barely speak English. Blah 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 blah. By default, and, yeah, just by you know, and 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 they vilify this woman and the fact that she's. She's a Tea Party candidate for city council. But also lost in their stories is the fact that the woman lost her job over this. Mm -hmm. Another situation, another example of what I have said over and over again, the the uh, police, uh, the political correctness police, the social norms police, where you cannot do, think, or say anything or else you will be ostracized by your neighbor. That is wrong. That is utilizing the First Amendment, and stuffing it down your throat. Hey, man, what does a blender have to do with that, eh? Oster, eh? So I, <laughs> listen, I'm on, listen, I I want that woman, I feel really bad for T- Tressie. I, um, I don't necessarily agree with knocking on someone's door and saying, hey, you know what, you shouldn't fly your flag that way. Even though I agree with her, I wouldn't do it because everyone has a right to do it. Let me tell but you, she should not be ostracized the way she is. I have a response to that, eh? She asked for that ostracizing, eh? I'll tell you because the, the bottom line is, you know, whatever, you know, whatever sentiment you may have towards your flag or our national flag, um, the the audacity, audacity, not audacity, eso, unless it's Obama's book. The audacity of hope. The audacity, Holmes, of her to do that. And that it shows a clear lack of character in that woman. Oh, that's, that's, a, one, that's a personal attack on her. No, no. Maybe, yeah, and how many times, hold on how a many second. Well, that's you make exactly, mis- maybe it was a mistake, and an it's error ex- in judgment. A character assassination, I wouldn't say. It, because I pers- spoke with her, and it sounds like she doesn't sound like that. She actually it is for a person it. For a person that's running for city council that, that needs to practice a little more uh, uh, Koof, uh, uh, then she's lacking there. Now, you know what? Uh, you're saying that's a lack 
a lack of character? I don't know. An error in judgment? We've all made them. This is a post on her Facebook wall. It says, this is Tressy Caps's wall. I regret uploading the video, and it was bad judgment. Okay? It was not a campaign stunt, and I am horrified that it has gone this far. My life is being threatened, and the business I built for 30 years has suffered over a flag video. I am an activist, not a politician. My son is being bullied at school now, and for that I am devastated. When I worked on busing, he was teased about that. Now he's being branded a racist by association. I am many things, but a racist is not one of them. On and on and on, she says. So, as far as attacking her, no, I wouldn't. An error in judgment, maybe. Yes. But I agree if, with her sentiment. If anything, she needs to go get a talk show. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that she apologized for her mistakes, and, and I think everyone can make mistakes, but the reality is when you make a mistake, you have consequences that you have to deal with. And unfortunately, she's had very severe consequences because she hit something that goes against uh American values that you can flag whatever freak flag you want out there and and she made um, a very very damaging error and a very 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 um, heavy lapse of judgment I've, I gotta I gotta tell you so and I this, feel and bad this. for her but at the same time girl you posted that shit on your own and <laughs> in the age of political correctness where you can't do anything uh, case in point um, Donald Sterling. He says something in the privacy of his own home. He's ostracized. He has to sell his team. Now, another NBA owner had sent an email out. He had to sell his team. That is that is disproportionate. Disproportionate. Let, look, do not judge lest you be judged. One of these days, that very, that very First Amendment right that you are stomping on other people is going to be used against you because yours might not be the popular voice in the future. Yours may not. That's all I got to say. Okay. Well, you know what? One more thing I got to say. The First Amendment was not written, was not written for popular speak. The First Amendment was written for unpopular speak. So, in that case, it works both ways for Tressie. In that case, Tressie should have probably used a little bit more uh, better judgment, as she admitted, and not have done that. On the other hand, um, she had a right to post that and, and post it on Facebook on, and YouTube. How much other crap do we see on Facebook that's worse that people just laugh about? I've seen some really bad stuff on Facebook if that, and YouTube. That would be the least of my worries. Some woman who's upset over the flag. At least somebody's upset about the flag being used, I flown think, correctly. I think what's difficult about this situation is that she is running for sitting council in the city of Fontana. So she is held at a higher standard just based on the community. But should she lose and her livelihood? Should she lose and her and job? Jose, Jose, it doesn't make sense. Jose, Jose, she had the audacity audacity to go up over there and record herself telling them what she you know basically she was answering she was asking leading questions okay so that she can respond to him to that person the way that she wanted to respond if trying to hold on a second you spoke already trying to that was just uh uh, it was it was just not a, a very it just wasn't the the thing to do and not expect the what she's getting in return. She reaped what she sowed, and you already spoke, okay? Yeah. If you, if you, Angel, if you, um, have you never had an argument with your neighbors? I've had arguments. I've had arguments so, where I get punched in okay, the face, okay. and that's exactly let what me, I what I reap. What I'm saying is, no. I, but let me finish. Should you have lose your job over it? 
I should, no. I, should I have gotten punched in the face? No. Maybe, but should you lose your job over it? Oh, okay. So it's the same thing. It's a li- uh, li- maybe not literally, figuratively. She's getting punched in the face. <clears throat> dumb decision. Dumb decision. Poor. Uh, you know, feel bad for her for for losing her livelihood. But now, unfortunately, she will be dealing with some harsh, harsh. Well, I wish her the best, and I hope that she comes on our show next week. Good luck, Tracy. Yeah, come talk to us, Tracy. Tracy. Oh, good luck, Tracy. Okay, guys, so let's move on. Are you looking for a cool uh, job? If you love to travel and uh, and take photos of your travels, Netflix just might have a pretty cool job for I you. I love that. What, traveling I for Netflix? I love that. Traveling and taking photos. The company is looking to hire three <laughs> gram masters. You would work for about two weeks uh, traveling to famous film and TV locations across the U.S., oh. Instagramming along the way. So, for example, if you take some pictures at the uh, uh, Vasquez Rocks for all, all these different, like, they've had Power Rangers has been there and Star Trek, I think, has been there. Um, so if you go over there and you take a photo um, and you Instagram it, you have to follow the Netflix and you have to do the at Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, then that's <laughs> how you apply. The pay would be about $2,000 a week. Nice. And Netflix oh. would handle all of your travel arrangements. I love that. I would love to do that. Um, you also though you do have to um, so like I said applying you just have to Instagram the photo follow at Netflix on Instagram and put your three best Instagram photos with hashtag Gram Master and I've got some really good Instagram photos you'll be judged I rock it you'll be judged on photographic skill personality and influence on Instagram so if I so if I put on Grandmaster Flash and the Furries 5 in the background I might make it is that what it is <laughs> or put on an afro <laughs> so basically anybody could do it on, a, on any it. mobile anybody device or camera and just and then they're gonna just pick take a location if you live in Boston and you want to take a photo where Rocky goes up on those steps and in the Philadelphia movie. oh ah. sorry Philadelphia <laughs> And take a photo and go ahead and hashtag it and and, uh, put at Netflix on Instagram. You can go ahead and submit your three best photos that you have, and that will be your submission. But you have to go ahead and take a, a, you know, hustle because the deadline is October 7th at midnight. Uh, That would be Sunday or Monday or something. No, next Tuesday, eh? Next Tuesday is the deadline at midnight Pacific time. Pacific Uh time. Nice. Tuesday is Tuesday. um, of course, there's more details at their official website if you want to go check it out. But that sounds like a pretty cool job I'm to me. Done. I'm going to follow Netflix right now. <laughs> I love two that. Two weeks, 2000 bucks a week. And all you've got to do is, you know, travel around and snap some photos. That sounds great. And I, you know what? I think I have a good shot of it because uh, for those of you who are listening, go to JoseJR67 on <laughs> Instagram and follow me there. You will see that I, you do. I, I'm a damn good Instagrammer. You're pretty good and I And I go all, all over the place. Go to Jose JR67 on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook to be my friend and follow. Check out my pics. And if you're Netflix, go to his Instagram and follow him, eh? You might you might make him win. Make me win, y'all. Because nowadays they, you know, all corporations are people now, supposedly with the Citizens United law that all these rich people pass. So if you're listening, Netflix, you know, follow Okay, him. Netflix, I'm following <laughs> you now and I'm gonna win this thing. <laughs> Uh, I, I love which, Netflix, which is something that I, <clears throat> yeah, I need to remember which one it is. But there is a measure that uh, that's being uh, 
offered in the uh, legislature, if you will, to uh, repeal, if, uh, I'm not sure if that's the right word, the Citizens United. Here in, in California, it, it's right. a, there's a measure for that. And I, and I hope that you guys... I, 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 what is it? I uh, implore you. I implore you. No, but I don't have money to give them, eh? Oh, that's employ. I implore you to do your homework on it. Citizens United is some silly law that gives corporations the same rights as you and I. Uh, and the, the the bad thing about that is that if they have the same rights as you and I, they have a lot more money than us. And because of that, they got a lot of politicians in their pocket. And uh, and other people in their pocket and their own interests, which is a corporate interests. So please do your homework on that. And all right, move on and register to vote off the soapbox. All right, guys, moving on. Governor Brown, uh, California Governor Jerry Brown, uh, signed signed legislation today imposing the nation's first statewide ban on single-use plastic bags at grocery and convenience stores. This is a driven action by a buildup of litter and damage to the ecosystems in the beach waters. There's a national coalition of plastic bag manufacturers immediately said it would uh, seek a voter uh, referendum to repeal the law that was just signed, which is not scheduled to take effect until next summer, July 2015. So under this new legislation, plastic bags would be phased out at the checkout counters at large grocery stores such as like Walmart and Target and convenience and pharmacies the following summer to 2016. The civil rights people are going to have a field day with this one, eh? Because I don't understand what, you know, it it can't, you know, because, you know, what if you're, you know, you're not married and you're single and you can't use a plastic bag, eh? That's like, that's prejudice, right? I don't get it. Single-use plastic bags. So, Uh, you have to be married to use it, <laughs> man. You know, I hope they'll civil. I, I got to tell you something. I, it's California never ceases to disgust me. I mean, at every turn, they are doing everything they can to demolish small business, to regulate the hell out of everything, to tax all in the middle of the worst recession since the depression. Now when we what, go now, What does that have to do with the small business? I don't understand. Think eh? about it. Small businesses use plastic bags, you know. Now the now look, did you know that if that they get charged? That's why they're charging us 10 cents on a bag because But, it, but it's getting banned, Jose. Yeah, they're but, getting but, banned. But you will be able you to use them if you buy one from them. Okay. Okay. Good. The city charges them. The the state. Look, the bottom line is this: uh, the not only that, the consumer is going to be spending how much more now per year? It's like a it's a hidden. Think about it. It is a hidden tax. Yet another hidden tax. A ten cents tax per bag of groceries every time you go shopping. I thought they were banning it, not taxing it. They are, but you can still go if and and it. You don't. They don't give the bags away. They will sell you bags for ten cents. Think about it. Haven't you got? You haven't done that. You go to a store here in L.A. because uh-huh. they've already done that in L.A. Uh, but I'm in Pomona. You man. go to L.A. now, <laughs> but it's going to be statewide. You go to L.A. If there's uh-huh. no plastic bags allowed, they'll tell you, "Would you like a bag?" And they, you say yes. It's ten cents per bag. It's a hidden tax. Look. We're paying up the wazoo, and we're the highest tax state in the country. 
Everywhere we turn now, they're taxing. This is just another tax, and that money goes to the state. The, the store doesn't get it. The state gets it Okay. because the state sells them those bags. So don't buy the bag, right? Yeah, but you got to have a bag when you go in there with you know well, $200 is, worth of groceries. This is where you, you would use a reusable bag. So part of the legislation, because of course the opponents have been concerned about job losses in the state of California, manufacturing jobs of where these places are, uh, where these bags are made. So the bill includes a $2 million in loans for plastic bag manufacturers to shift their operations from single-use plastic bags to reusable bags. So this is what you would oh, bring into they, the grocery so, store to use. So companies are getting upgraded on that, huh? Trip out, eh? What's that? So is that a good thing because they're helping the corporations do that or what? No. <laughs> but the thing is, think about it. Jobs, losses. I mean, everything that you... The, and it's not doing... But, and it's not even making a dent on the reason. But it's not you, really about environment. It's all about taxes. People, you got to figure it out. Hey, say, There's not about environment. Didn't you know that in in the ocean there's an island? Yes, of I know that. Bags? I know that. But think about it. If California bangs bag, bans bags, if uh, indeed if the United States of America bans plastic bags, guess what? There's a million other trash items in the freaking ocean, not just plastic bags. Okay, it's stupid. It has nothing to do with that. It's about taxing. It's about social manufacturing. Believe me on this. It's all about that, the tax, <laughs> the carbon He's tax. A, believe me on this. Believe me. So I understand where the tax goes in because you're going to pay 10 cents per, per bag. Eh? So so just don't buy the bag. Eh? Just, but but you'll get to a point where you need to. Just buy. No, just remember to but take guess, your okay, bag. Okay, fine. Yeah, just remember. But, <laughs> okay, but how, fine. But that's if a, that's Angel, a pretty liberal thing to do, Angel, eh? but think about it. Millions of, pe- but millions of people, they're counting on millions of people that are not going to just buy, not buy, bring a bag. There are going to be people that will. There's still going to be a lot of people, uh, millions of people, that will pay an extra 10 cents. So, that's, so that's what they get, eh? <laughs> no, or, dude, it's not. Think about it. We're letting the freaking state over and over regulate us up the butt. In Los Angeles, two years ago, they, they, they passed a tax for the uh, gas tax, a gas tax that's going to be implemented next month or next year for the stupid bullet train. Okay? Did you know that? Our gas, a gas is, tax our, for yes. the bullet train? Yes. No one knows that, but in Los Angeles... That was gonna... that was voted in like uh, two, three years ago, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it, it, it goes into effect next year in, in 2015. And they're adding... Uh, well, it was voted in by the people. What? The people voted that thing in. It was on the ballot. The people said yes, they did, and, and they and they voted it on there, and it and it was clear on it. It said, you know, uh, I know, and raising taxes for the uh, little did those people know that uh, it was a gas tax, dude. I knew it was on the ballot. It said it right there. We'll be raising taxes. Well, I didn't know if it, I think it did say it. It just wasn't clear, eh? Okay, so Ava, you're not, so Ava you're just not, chimed so you're in. Not just enlightening everybody. You're a- not the only one here that knows things, Jose. Ava just chimed in. She says the sp- stores pay you ten cents per bag to take. I'm sorry, I don't. That, that's not what I. I've never ever heard that the stores pay you ten cents per bag. That does not happen, um, unless I misread that, Ava. I'm sorry. Um, I went to a store who was actually the store owner was actually griping over the fact that they they were not allowed to have bags and they were being charged for the bags if they gave them so they have to charge the customer so so now you just gotta bring BYOB eh? bring your own bag eh? 
It's another hidden tax. And there's a <laughs> so couple, bring that old bag next. I'm tired of that environmentalist crap. You know there's that a other. few other states that are up in these. Uh, they have pending legislation with the um, the single use bags, and those states are Massachusetts, New Jersey, Rhode Island, and Puerto Rico. And Hawaii, Hawaii has this uh, thing of bring bring your own bag también, eh? Yeah, that's pending uh, legislation with those states. Ava insists that stores, she named a couple of stores that do, Sprouts and Whole Foods. But you know what? I've been to Sprouts and Whole Foods. I've never seen that. I'm sorry, that. they pay you? Yeah. And may, maybe, the customer? Maybe it's a promotion that will end because think about it. <laughs> they're not going to pay you 10 cents per bag per C- customer. Because Jose is so non-romantic. All good things come to an end. <laughs> it's, it's the truth, dude. If two, that's happening, Two baby mamas later. <laughs> it, it's it's no, 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 it's it, economics, dude. Economics. It's not going to last. If that's the case. It's probably a promotion or something because they do not, they're not going to pay you. Think about it. You should come with your own action music or downer music. Okay, guys. So I have the final story uh, of of the night, and you know this is generally not a story that I would talk about, but it, I'm kind of going going at it a, a different angle. All right. So as we know, uh, over the weekend, George Clooney got married in Venice to his lovely now uh, wife, who's actually uh, a, a lawyer. lawyer, environmentalist lawyer, environmentalist lawyer Amal Alamudin. Bitch. So <laughs> they got married over the weekend and uh, in Venice and in. Apparently, the photos are just coming out on all the magazines. And um, so I know that this isn't something I really care about. What I found interesting, though, is that apparently uh, women are starting to lose hope on the heartthrobs. Because George Clooney and Brad Pitt died this summer, who are well-known... Hot dudes and uh, celebrities, hot celebrity dudes. Did you so, say died? I mean, sorry, got married. Did I say they died? <laughs> I, thought I, was, I thought you were going somewhere well, with you, that because you said died. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't even really. Maybe I was thinking it's a Freudian. that. Maybe I was thinking yeah. that women are like literally. They, they're, they're they're mourning. They're in mourning <laughs> because two of the hottest celebrity actors out there who were uh, single um, are now married. <laughs> and isn't it so sad that these women are actually posting on social media? It's really going on social media. Morning. That they're in mourning because of all the uh, young. Well, they're not. They're actually older. Brad Pitt is like over forty. George Clooney is, I think, fifty. And and they're off the market. Hey, Jose, that that <clears throat> George Clooney's suits he was wearing. Eh? You should see those pictures, man. He had some really nice looking suits. He looked really sharp in his wedding. You mean? At, in his wedding, and then he had they more than one suit. <laughs> and then they, because I don't care about these girls. <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? Morning girls. <laughs> no, but, but what a cool ball. <laughs> So they sad. they went down Venice, right? Uh-huh. They went down on the rivers. Is that what the canals in Venice? Yeah, they, it was pretty public. You know, they were on the boats, like uh, him and his wife on one boat. Mm-hmm. You know, the the boats that are kind of like really shiny with uh, with like red wood. The gondolas? No, not the gondolas. The ones that you drive. They look like speedboats. No, oh yeah, yeah, those old fashioned with the redwood and yes, cedar. Yeah, red, beautiful yeah. boats. Yeah, yeah. And then you know Bono in another boat and and uh, de, uh, de, uh, uh, look at you watching entertainment news. He's all watching. I don't watch TV. He's watching entertainment I mean, tonight. <laughs> 
extra with what Mario Gomez. No, I'm trying to trump the, uh, the Jackie's yeah, uh, sobbing yeah. women story here. <laughs> I don't watch no, the news. You know I just watch entertainment I tonight. Did, I didn't know that. I did it. So, so I thought it was fascinating that uh, a lot of women actually are uh, don't feel that there's other hunks out they've there. They pretty much lost hope. What happened to Tom Selleck? Did he get married too? He's old, yeah. dude. He's 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 dentos. Well, they should listen to Twin Talk with those ain't angels, a couple of studs right here. Eh? <laughs> but it's though no, that so is interesting. They've lost hope because George Clooney and Brad Pitt um, uh, got wedding uh, married this summer. I can't even talk anymore. I don't know what's going on. Um, they got married because <laughs> you're in this mourning. Summer, yes. So sad. Can't even put words together because they're officially off the market. That's hilarious. Let's put my, uh, let's put Sandra on the market. Eh? <laughs> He's not on. He's off. He's off the market. Oh, we're he's, get him on the he's market. fine. He's busy. <laughs> it's okay. I'm sorry, ladies. If uh, if you're looking for two eligible men that are twins, sorry, they're not eligible either. <laughs> but we're still there's going to be there's going to be a major mass suicide of women now that they've heard this. <laughs> Jerry Clooney, Brad Pitt, Jose, and Angel. <laughs> oh no! Mass suicide. My life is meaningless. <laughs> That's Jackie Casas with the news and during the laundry. When we come back, we'll have the Patriot Pass. And also from the rooftop revolutionaries, Miss, what's her name? Eleanor Gold- Goldfield Sweet. I'm trying to remember the middle name. Goldfield Sweet. <laughs> Eleanor Goldfield Sweet from the rooftop revolutionaries. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Tune in. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose, and it and is now 
My brother's interrupting me. It is now time for the segment of the show that I call The Patriot Pass. And on this segment, I want to take on the whole paperback situation, paper bag in California, in Los Angeles, and now in the state of California, they are bang, banning the use of plastic bags. Well, there is an island size sea uh, of bags in the ocean floating around somewhere. That island is full of other debris, not just plastic bags. But this all has more to do than plastic bags floating in the ocean in the size of Texas. It has more to, to do with cap and trade. It has more to do with global warming and so-called climate change. It has more to do with our so-called carbon print. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, dig deeper than what the media is telling you. Don't just drink the Kool-Aid, folks. Because remember, it wasn't that long ago, 1976, when we were told that the polar ice caps were going to freeze over and the earth was going to freeze. And now our children are afraid because the earth is warming up. I've got news for you. The earth has been cooling down since 1997. The global warming swindle, look it up, is about power. The governments of the earth who want to uh, instill or institute a world power need a common enemy. The common enemy is global warming. That's the only way they can institute laws and uh, and infringe on our rights by saying, hey, you got to do it for global warming because it's such an ambiguous enemy. No one can disprove it, really. But just look at the science. Google the wa- global warming swindle. That's my Patriot Pass. That's my brother Jose exercising the biggest muscle in his body, his mouth, and his rights. And now we're going to go into our music break. This is a track from Rooftop Revolutionaries. It's called Folk Devils. And when we come back, the singer of this track, singer, activist, writer, awesome, cool chick, Eleanor Goldfield Sweet is going to be with us. Stay tuned.
Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And uh, we're also doing it out of the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com. Just look for Twin Talk Cast Radio for our station. And now on the phone with us from Rooftop Revolutionaries, the activist, uh, the lovely, awesome songwriter and uh, lead singer of Rooftop Revolutionaries, Eleanor Goldfield Sweet. Hey, Eleanor, how are you? Oh, hey, hold on real quick. We can barely hear you. Hold on. <laughs> well, when my brother uh, turns up the volume on Eleanor, I'll just be telling you that he's turning up the volume on Eleanor. How's that? <laughs> Anyways, uh, Eleanor is uh, uh, she's a singer of our rooftop revolutionaries, and I said that already. Hi, Eleanor. Sorry, I made a mistake. <laughs> I switched the wrong one on. Can you hear us now? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Yes. Sorry about that. You're probably getting a little bit of an echo. Let me fix that. Thanks for calling in to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. First of all, honored that you're on with us. This is like a hundred times you're on our show now already. We're so honored. I know, and it's, it's awesome every time. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you know, um, first of all, um, uh, my brother and I, um, I know I speak for my brother when I say that it's really cool to see that there's people out there that are in the world of music that not only put out some really awesome music, like Folk Devils, the track that we just played a little while ago, <laughs> 
Um, but actually, and, has, and that you don't lip sing it, eh? <laughs> and, <laughs> nope, never have. <laughs> and that actually have something to say. Now, there's nothing wrong with going out and escaping for a little while with some music or some movies or whatever, but a band that could actually play good music and have something really good to say, like Rooftop Revolutionaries. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Now, well, we're so glad that you guys dig it. I totally dig it. Now, we heard that you're doing something uh, with Net Roots. Tell us about that. Are you, well, so are you Googling I, Net Roots? <laughs> am I what? Are you Googling Net Roots? It sounded like you were typing on your computer. Oh, sorry. No, I'm I'm trying to. Yes, I'm googling that. Recently. I can't remember what the hell I'm supposed to tell you guys. Now, um, I'm trying to facilitate a better uh, connection via my my crappy iPhone. Um, but anyway, so yes, uh, I'm working with Netroots Nation. Basically, um, they want to bring music and politics back together again, and so they've asked me as a as a creative activist with what I do helping organizations with their outreach, particularly to um, this current generation, 18 to 30-year-olds. And I think the best way of doing that is for entertainment, uh, like Rooftop Revolutionaries, for example. And then basically what Netroots Nation is going to do is produce a concert next year at their conference um, with a bunch of different bands and uh, make it a permanent music track and a permanent concert uh, called the Unity Concert that deals with activism and uh, music. Now, um, why do you think? Why do you think you know in the it was it the sixties or whatever where music was so much part of of activism and making a change? Why do you think we kind of if or have we strayed from that? And if so, why? Uh, we definitely have strayed from that, and I think it's I think it's a a, a call and response, as they say in music. It's, I think each generation kind of moves away from what the previous generation was doing. And if you look at uh, how we've progressed politically, during the 70s after the Vietnam War, there was this sort of disillusionment amongst the people that everything, like, oh, well, this happened, the Vietnam War happened, and RFK, JFK, Martin Luther King, we were assassinated. There was kind of a pull back from politics. And then the neocons rose to power, and things progressively got worse and worse, and apathy in turn rose with that because people had this sense of disillusionment and the sense of oh what what can I do it to affect change anyway did you just say so neo did, did you just say neocons yes I did <laughs> um, it's okay baby but it's a, it, don't 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 feel bad because I think uh, I think neoliberals are are dangerous in a lot of ways as well so I I think I think both sides of the aisle could uh, could straighten up quite a bit, and we should add some more aisles. To be perfectly honest, the two party system. I, I love that. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um, but basically, uh, so so yeah, I think that's why apathy is where it is right now, and this generation, more than any other generation since the sixties, really needs to stand up and rise up and say this is fucked up, and we need to affect change. And a fantastic way of doing that, as we saw in the sixties was to use art. And I think that you need to have pop culture on board. Otherwise, there won't be a, enough of a social and political push to really affect change. Uh, Reina, Reina just chimed in and she says, yes, I think it's great what you said about adding more aisles. Awesome. 
Hey, uh, uh, Eleanor, this is Angel. So you're <clears throat> uh, the uh, the Netroots uh, Music Project and Unity Concert that uh, you're in the um, uh, in the works with uh, right now. the The plan is to uh, have the inaugural one in Phoenix. Is there a particular reason why in Phoenix or uh, just? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Netroots Nation is the biggest progressive conference in in the country, and every year they pick a different spot typically based on social political issues. Last year it was in Detroit, or this past summer it was in Detroit, of course, with the water crisis and the bankruptcy going on in that city that was a choice uh, hotbed. And next year they're planning on doing it in Phoenix, Arizona, which is a, a huge hotbed for immigration rights and uh, immigration issues. So the conference will focus very strongly on that, and a lot of the musicians that are going to be drawn in will be Latino uh, like Latin fusion bands, hip-hop, singer-songwriter, rock, dealing specifically with immigration issues. Of course, there will be other bands like Rooftop Revolutionaries that deal with broader political issues, but uh, there is absolutely a thinking behind where it's happening, and that is specifically dealing with the, the immigration issue. Next I want to say that um, we talked a little bit about this before, Eleanor, that uh, it is not lost on the listeners, if they've listened at all, that my my personal views are tend to be somewhat conservative, and the net roots uh, nation is a little more progressive. Now, I am not against that. I think it's great that there's some... Um, awareness and that people get involved and i'm more against apathy than i am um against some other issues on the other side of the aisle so i am all for that um I'm, angel and i do want to be part of it as much as possible at the very least for me because it is going to the very core of what democracy should be porque si se puede man se puede i'm I, Eleanor. exactly and i think that and that speaks to a perfect point because Regardless of what side of the aisle you're on, um, it's, it's kind of like the money and politics issue. I've worked with a lot of groups that are on the right because we both want to get money out of politics. And I think everybody can agree, regardless of what side of the aisle you're on, immigration issues, that's an issue that needs to be dealt with, regardless of what side of the aisle you're on. And next year, Netroots Nation is going to be bringing that into the spotlight in a creative way, in a musical way, which is something... I mean, music brings you people together regardless of their social or political background. So it's a great way to shine the spotlight on this issue regardless of whether you're left or right. I got a great idea for the border issue in a creative way, how to deal with it. Build the wall and let a bunch of artists tag it. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> Well, I'm glad you brought up the artists because so far it looks there's you're going to this and it's not limited to but you do have some people already lined up, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, of, of course, there's rooftop revolutionaries. There's also uh, Salvador Santana, who's a tremendous uh, uh, lyric writer and uh, hip hop artist. Awesome. Um, son of uh, Santana, Carlos Santana. Nice. There's Irene Diaz, a, a great uh, a great singer songwriter as well. Yeah. Uh, Gina Chavez, <clears throat> and I believe you've had Irene on your show as well. Yes, we did. We did have Irene. Um, <laughs> there's uh, Gina Chavez. And a, a, a list of others that I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, Ojaziri X, who is another activist rapper, and there's uh, there's more, and we'll be updating more and more. And you can check out um, part of this project is is being crowdfunded, so um, you can check out all the updates on the Indiegogo page. And of course, we definitely need and want people to donate and be a part of it. There's some amazing perks like 
VIP access, free bar tabs, which, all, as we all know, uh. other concerts can get pretty high. <laughs> um, so, uh, awesome. so yeah, there's there's all of that to be had, and um, yeah. So if you just check out the, the Indiegogo page, then you'll find all of that. And you know, please be a part of it, regardless of what side of the aisle you're on, regardless of what your viewpoints are. I think we can all agree that. It's definitely time that politics got a little more interesting and more entertaining, more sexy, and music is a huge part of that. I love that you said that because uh, so it's so divisive now. Uh, now even people with the <laughs> most even <laughs> people funny. with the most um, sincerest of intentions uh, can be uh, um, uh, confused and and just put into that same slot of shock jocks and pundits where they're just fighting and your word your word isn't your points of view is not being heard because you're just being lumped into another big crappy you know cacophony of pundit talk so do it on a pa with yeah. a guitar <laughs> Hey, hey, exactly. hey, three words in the three words in the truth. Hey, three chords in the truth. Hey, hey, yeah, there you go, Eleanor, and the and and I'm you know they couldn't have got a better person on the team because because you because you, uh, you, uh, you have you. a lot of passion for this and it looks and and you've you've been involved in other things and I I can't wait to see what comes out of this. Talk about other things. You got something coming up this weekend? We do, yes. We're really excited. We're going to be part of the Zeitgeist Media Festival, the fourth annual. That will be held at the Federal in North Hollywood. Um, for those of you who haven't heard of Zeitgeist, it's a series of films and documentaries done by Peter Joseph to deal specifically with um, the pitfalls of our economy, the pitfalls of our socio-political structure. Right. And um, the Zeitgeist Media Festival is all about bringing, again, art and creative energy to this movement. And we're really excited to be on that bill. Um, Lily Hayden will be on the bill. Lee Camp, Mir One, who's a phenomenal street artist, and tons of other artists and some short films. It'll be a great, uh, a great inspiring evening. So anybody who wants to check that out, Zeitgeist Media Festival. And, um, and I'll also put up, I'll, I'll tweet at you guys the, the uh, Indiegogo link as well. Well, the Indiegogo link is already up on our Twin Talk show oh, Facebook wall for any of our listeners who want to you check it out. You guys are way ahead of me. Totally. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it, and if you're not at a computer right now, go to uh, when you get a chance, go to Indiegogo and look up Net Roots Music Project and Unity Concert. Awesome. Yes. Uh, okay, so Eleanor, thanks so much. We're going to say goodbye with a track from uh, Irene Diaz, who's one of the artists that's going to be, be performing since we just played one of your tracks. But we want to thank you for being on our show. And please come in here again. We want to see you perform live again. All right, well, let's do it. Okay, that's uh, Eleanor Goldfield. Bye. Bye-bye, babe. And this, Bye, thank you. Okay, and this is Irene Diaz with I Love You Madly.
love you madly And you and me were made for fun We laugh and sing under the sun The moon shines bright We get it all It's hard to find It would take a whole lifetime For just a taste of this Oh, it's one of a kind And I love the way you say Times are beautiful, so beautiful, yes they are Filled with honeydew flowers and guitar And I wrote a song for you to sing how special you are Yeah, welcome back. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And you're listening to us live on TwinTalkCast.com. That was I Love You Madly from Irene Diaz on her Crazy Love album. She's going to be part of the Netroots Nation 
event that's going to be taking place, yes, a year from now. Yeah. The reason why we're talking about it now is because there is an Indiegogo project on there so that to try and, and raise money to make it happen. To kick it off, yeah. So uh, we put it on our Facebook on Twin Talk Show. Uh, we'll put them on the other um, social networks uh, as soon as I can free up. Because I can't, I can't like do all this multiple, you know, at the same time. Do a radio show and posting all the time. Man, we'll put it on there, eh? But uh, Irene Diaz, who you just heard, is going to be one of, it's already one of the artists that will be there. Uh, and, uh, you know, and you know, we'll be there. Carlos Santana's son and Rooftop Revolutionaries are all going to be part and of counting. it. And uh, and here's the deal. Um, it is a progressive movement. For those of you who may not be familiar with the term, it's a liberal movement. Uh, uh, they're going to be focusing on uh, immigration reform. And if you've listened to this show for any period of time, you might he- know that I'm uh, a, more, a little more on the conservative side. Not and, me, though. And I'm I, not on the conservative and side. I, I want to say that. And while I may or may not agree with some of the political stance of Netroots Nation, I do believe in voting a more a la carte. I've never been affiliated with a party. A <laughs> la carte. I, I do yeah. Not, Can I have a side of rice? And, and I don't <laughs> like the I don't like the idea of the two party system. But when I go vote and I go in there to pull the lever, there are some issues that I vote in uh, moderately. Others that I vote on um, more liberal. But the point is, be involved. Stop sticking your head in the sand and get worried about the the last. You know, Kardashian episode. I mean, episode. Get involved, people. Hey, you know what I think is cool. Well, let me do the same thing. Well, uh, this is going to be a, a, a liberal movement, uh, and I happen to be a liberal. How's that? Anyways, but I, I think you don't label yourself. <laughs> let me tell you, I think it's really cool because this this next one, uh, this event is uh, it's going to be in Phoenix, and man, isn't that Maricopa County? Yeah, that's where that. Uh, Right, Joe, Joe Arpaio. Yeah, I say we go raid it, eh? We go down there and we just raid this event and really just get in Maricopa's <laughs> face, eh? I'm not kidding you. I'm looking forward to this because of this event, Holmes. Anyway, so we want to go to some comments. Uh, I'm going to go on my lowrider. During the news and dirty. With hydraulics and dingle balls. <laughs> during the news and dirty laundry segment. Um, and I'm going to put on my on my license plate. I'm I'm not wet back, but I could be. During the news and dirty laundry segment, Jackie Cass has talked about. Jackie or my other cars Angel, are wet that's back. enough. That's enough. At some point, you got to stop interrupting, dude. Jackie, because the, the joke gets joke gets old. It gets better. No, no it doesn't it. for you, dude. No, you know when you're like in the in the garage. Okay, I just lowered the volume. Anyway, so um, Jackie Cass has uh, talked about the fact that uh, the governor Brown just signed into a law the banning uh, plastic bags in the state of California, and that they will be banned as of 2015. No more plastic bags in California. You know my point on that. Um, on our Facebook wall, Ralph Cardenas chimed in. He said Brown should focus on jobs instead of banning plastic bags. I agree. Espirito says yes on the bans, and so does Petey Parkman Limon says I say ban them. Also, Jackie Casas talked about... Uh, 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 he should get. He should just. You know what? Brown should work in, uh, Focus on Sunset Boulevard. Eh? This last week is the second time it's in the last. I don't know. That's been flooded. Eh? There's a. I was there, dude. These pipes are like popping, like like wildfires, and when in in Sunset Boulevard and flooding it all up. Eh? What's up with all our tax dollars, Mister Brown? 
Come over here and plug that hole. Uh, the way I see it, he's he brown he brown bagged. He's gonna, you're right, huh? Jerry Brown's brown bagging it, eh? That's a good one, eh? So also chiming in, uh, Jackie Casas talked in the News and Dirty Laundry about the fact that a lot of women are actually really deeply depressed because the two most eligible men are no more longer eligible, um, uh, George Clooney and um, and Brad Pitt, but Linda Hart wanted to chime in and let everyone know and remind everyone that Antonio Banderas is back on the market. So really, he's uh, Meg Ryan, right? No, but, Meg, uh, yeah, Meg Ryan, the no, one that not no Meg Ryan, uh, the other one that did a tattoo of his name, uh, the Diggy chick. I can't remember her. If you know what though, they say you shouldn't tattoo. It's like the it's like the curse. You get a tattoo and it's not gonna last. Right, like if you go to jail, don't scrape your name on the wall because you're coming back. What about the guy from the Notebook? Isn't that guy still single? Isn't that guy single? I thought like that. All the chicks liked him. (laughs) So right now, um, uh, with us right now is uh, Willie Bass is gonna tell us what's going on in his show tonight at nine o'clock. What do you got going on tonight, Willie? Absolutely nothing. They're caught in that traffic jam on Coenga Pass. It's totally blocked, uh-huh. uh, and it's a parking lot. And he just texted me and said, y- you know, they're not moving. Uh-huh. It's not moving. They're stuck in some traffic uh, jam. I thought you were talking about your sex life when you said that. <laughs> well, that too, I mean, without saying. <laughs> Willie Bass. Without saying. With, Everybody knows that, Angel. With the, on TwinTalkCast.com with Tales from the Sunset Strip, Willie Bass at 9.05 p.m. every Tuesday night. Uh, was going to have from Body Count. Uh, what's his name? Ernie C. Yeah, well, and, we still got some time. He'll but, probably make it. But he's stuck on California and L.A. traffic. Coenga. On Coenga. Well, that's not Coenga that far. Coenga Pass. Maybe. Not, maybe. I don't there, know what happened. Do you see anything about the news? I, I don't know. I've been on this show. You know, remember. We, did, we do the news in dirty laundry. Remember about hey, t- he's apologizing again. <laughs> never t- <laughs> we, don't, we don't do the news in the traffic. Yeah, we don't do the traffic. You don't I, do traffic? Remember t- ten, years, <laughs> 10 years ago, there was a, a big crash on the Coenga Pass that totally blocked uh, for hours. There was this big rig that flew over the freeway and just oh landed on these cars. And it totally blocked everything. And uh, so I was in Hollywood coming back here to L.A., uh, to Burbank. I just pulled over at a burrito place and picked up a newspaper. <laughs> yeah. And ate. And hang out, right? Hang out for hours. You, you know? Man. Yeah, a la carte. I was all psyched to go, man. It it's all right. Tonight. It's all right. We're going to have you a still got, You still got your, uh, your concert calendar. I dig your concert calendar. Uh, and, and uh, you know, and you got you, Holmes. So stay tuned at 9.05 p.m. for Tales from the Sun Sister. We're going to be right back with Angel's Chill Lounge.
Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in. Kick back. And listen. just have to go in faith like that beggar on the side of the road or at the liquor store don't let your head talk or any other talk get you oh he's a fake oh he's just gonna get drunk it's an assumption just give from the heart and when you give just know that sometimes you have to just go in faith and know that when you give, you give to God. Chill. One love. And that's another edition of Angels Chill Lounge. Shoo! And that brings us to the end of another Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And we want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, that was pretty awesome, man. Good job. What was? The whole show, eh? Good job, eh? Uh, likewise. All dude. sick. You thought you're faking I'm it. I'm sick, dude. Uh, don't He's stop. Oh, oh, I'm sick. And whenever I do something like when I'm sick, when I play, for instance, when I play baseball and I'm sick, really sick, I just do a double dose of DayQuil. I end up playing better, dude. I can see why they freaking juice in baseball. <laughs> I do. I, I play so much better on du- on a double dose of Dwayne Dayquil, dude. Euphoria, euphoria. They call that euphoria, bro. Well, whatever you want to. But call dude, it. what an awesome show! Make sure that you guys tell your friends about our show and know that this show is going to be on our uh, uh, on our website, so you can podcast it on your gadget of choice. Take us on your battery active, active gadget, eh? And also want to let you guys know that uh, next week we're going to have a fantastic show. Tune in every Tuesday as we do this. Tune in tonight at 9.05 for Tales with, from the Sunset Strip with Willie Bass. Willie. We are working on still getting Homeboy from the body from Body Count on the show. Uh, but stay tuned anyway because Willie Bass is always a lot of fun. Tales from the Sunset Strip. Thank you to Eleanor Goldfield Swede from Rooftop Revolutionaries. Go on our page to check out that Awesome event that's going to be happen. Net happening. Net Roots project, music project, and something. And thank you all for listening. Stay tuned. Uh, check us out. Stay tuned at nine oh five tonight. Good night. Shoo.